What's up, other truckers? You are now watching the Asian My Show live. What's going on, mother truckers? Welcome to the Asian My Show. Hopefully, you guys are doing great today. We're hanging out with Wandering Nomad. Um, we tried to uh, get him on the live, but um, something's going on. It's probably on my side, so I'll never blame you, Wandering Nomad. It's definitely on my side. <laughs> it could be StreamYard. Yeah, it could, it could be a lot of things, but the biggest thing that we want to do today is we want to give people information about Schaefer and for people that don't know all the goods and bads and all those things. Because, you know, on our channel, man, what I love to do is expose, 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 expose. Everything is exposed and, you know, people get nervous, but I'm, I'm not here to expose anyone, man. We're just here to give people the truth. You know what I'm saying? I'm just out. <laughs> Excuse me. Shouldn't uh, breathe while I'm drinking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just, uh, hey, I'm happy to see where this series has gone. Because if I'm not mistaken, I was like your first or second one to do the Exposed. Hey, I'm telling you, I remember it, man, like it was yesterday. We uh, we were doing the Exposed series and uh, coming out with it, it was like people were like, they thought it was crazy. What? Like pay stubs? You're showing people's pay stubs. Man, people are going to get fired. If anything, uh, why are you flexing people's money? What's going on with all this and that? And it came out to be an extremely beautiful thing. So for people that are watching right now, oh, absolutely. If, you know, if they don't know who you are, I, I want to give you some shine, brother. So give me one second, and I want to jump onto your channel uh, to show people what's going on and uh, know who you are because – you Sorry. really were, I think, the first one to really ever do the Exposed series. Like, I did uh, some of them here and there. I think you called it Show Me the Money. Show Me the Money, baby. That's that's what it really was, right? Show Me the Money. Oh, my God. Yep. That's that's hilarious, man. I, I'm, I'm finding you right now on YouTube. For people that don't know, uh, me and Wandering Nomad, Aaron, we're, we're good friends, man. We've, we've done a lot of cool uh, collabs together. And so let me jump this on just to show people what we're looking at so people can see and know. But sure. can people see the screen right now? I wonder if they can. You know, right here, Wandering Nomad. Let me jump on, make sure that we can see a good screen of you. And yep, it looks like it. There it is, right? And so I want to show yep. people uh, who you are, put a face to this voice, and basically uh, tell your journey a little bit. Tell people what your videos are about and what you're about and how you're trying to help people as well, brother. Well, I, I started off the channel uh, about a year and a half ago. I had started with, with Schaefer. Uh, and honestly... If, if I'm being honest, I mean, I made enough money, so I really didn't care, but it was kind of about recruiting and stuff like that, you know, but more about taking inspiration from your channel and just giving the facts, mm. uh, good, bad. I mean, I, I wasn't afraid to, to mention if I saw something bad with the company. So, um, you know, but cause that's what people want. They don't want the sunshine and rainbows that a recruiter gives them. And, Honestly, there have been a couple people that have called me and said, well, based on what you said, Schaefer's not the company for me. And that's fine. Mm. You know, that's that's what people um, – I, I want to make sure that they get the accurate information so they don't come here and two weeks later leave because it's not what they wanted. No, I get – I get what you're saying, man. Thanks for being transparent about that because there's a lot of people out here that are getting, you know, some type of uh, recruiting money or something like that. And it, you know, let's be honest, man. It makes you do some funny stuff sometimes. You know what I mean? Because we're, we are here to provide for our family. We are here to make a living. And as you're trucking, you're like, look, there are recruiting opportunities. And when, when you're a driver and you're recruiting and someone jumps onto the company, you mean well. You're like, look, I work here. I like it here. But it is a little bit for the yep. money too because you're getting $500 to $1,000 or whatever that is, right? And so, I mean, it's – I get it. So I appreciate you just for being straight honest. Uh, was it what you thought it would be? Absolutely. Like um, kind of recruiting? Was it what you thought it was or did you hated it? What was that like? What were your thoughts when you were well, kind of doing I, that? I, I, 
I wasn't legitimately recruiting. Okay. But um, it was more, I, I did put my driver code and my recruiter's phone number and stuff in the description of videos. But at the same time, I truly didn't care because I was making the money I needed to be making. Gotcha. Uh, and for me, it's more of a, uh, of a growing thing. Like at the end of last year, I actually had an opportunity that I jumped on that didn't work out. Um, had a chance to buy a W900, uh, Kenworth 18 speed, uh, great truck. Love that truck. Yeah. But I made them, I made the mistake of starting owner up in the winter time and then COVID hit and the rates stayed down. So I ended up losing my tail on that and ended up coming back to, uh, to Schaefer. And I mean, it's, it's like I never left. Mm, mm. And, uh, so, you know, let's talk about that a little bit. So, you know, before we get into, uh, the, the side of what's like at Schaefer and, if, if I'm not wrong about it, Schaefer and is it Crete? Is it basically Crete Carrier owns Schaefer or no? Is that uh, Schaefer's a subsidiary of it? Yeah, uh, Crete Carrier is the parent company. Uh, and they have three companies under them that are basically named. Uh, what you're named after is what you do pretty much. Mm. Uh, Crete Carrier is the dry box. Schaefer is the refrigerated and Hunt Transportation is the flatbed. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. That's what's up. That's what's up. So before we get into that, let, let's talk real quick about the owner-operator route. You said you tried it in the wintertime and it didn't work out. So when you say that, I mean, do you recommend people going owner-op? Because uh, the year's ending, uh, January's coming up. Do you uh, recommend people going owner-op in January? Probably not in January. Uh, and this is just my opinion. I could be way off. This was just a brief time that I did it. Um, but the freight kind of tails off after Christmas time until probably about March ish. Mm. And that also depends on, on what you're pulling. Like I pulled, I pulled a van. Right. Um, so because, because of freight tailing off the supply and demand means that freight is going for a lot cheaper because people will pull for a dollar 10 a mile. Mm. So, you know, come like March or April, it usually picks back up. And I had the money saved to set, start mm. that up. But unfortunately, the the whole thing happened and uh, rates didn't go back up. And, you know, I kept, kept blowing money out of my stacks pretty much. No, I hear you. I hear you. And that's, it happens, man. And, you know, so for people watching this, you know, thank you. I appreciate you, Aaron. You know, we're homies. It's like, you know, I'm, did, did you feel personally embarrassed about that? Or how did you feel about that? Because I don't think it's embarrassing. I, I think when you go for it and you try to make it happen, it's better to try than like not try at all. You know what I'm saying? I, I, and that's, that's how I felt is I had, I had a dream and my dream was to eventually own a small fleet of trucks, you know, five or 10 trucks, whatever. Uh, but that gave me the reality check that I needed that maybe me personally, I might not have what it takes to do that. And I'm fine with that. At least I tried. I gave it my best effort and, you know, I used it as a learning experience. Man, you know what? I'll tell you this, though. I mean, you know, um, I wouldn't say that it's not meant for you because it's just really one of those things where if the setup is wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the foundation, if the setup is wrong, it usually, it, it will fail. It doesn't matter who you are. If the setup is wrong, it, you just don't put the cards in your favor. You know what I mean, Aaron? And so yeah, if I were you, brother, I, I wouldn't think that way at all. I would stack up my chips again and I would go back to the game plan. If your goal is to be straight up a owner op, be in a W900, have a fleet of trucks, and you know that you could do great for this industry. I wouldn't, I wouldn't stop, man. I wouldn't let that dream die. You know what I'm saying? It's just that, Hey, sometimes the biggest learning curve is, is the one where we take a big loss. You know what I mean? And so, you know, that's why I would say brother, you know, so hopefully it doesn't crush your dream no, forever. Absolutely. You know what I mean? No, um, actually, unfortunately, you know, there've been 
other stuff, and I talked about them in my most recent video, which I actually need to do an update on. Um, but those might actually be what, what causes, I don't want to say the dream to die, mm. but for me to, if I want to do it, have to go about it differently. Mm. And, you know, I'm not here trying to pry into your personal life. I, I saw some of the video. Sure. I didn't know if you wanted to, uh, before we even get into the Schaefer stuff, if you want to speak on it a little bit, if you don't, that's fine, brother. You know, I'm not here to be pushy. I yeah, just want I mean, you to talk about what you want to talk about. It, it's out there on YouTube. It's public anyway. Um, so basically, uh, and for for your viewers here, it's the reason why the pay steps or the pay stubs look like they kind of jump around and they're not exactly sequential. And that's because since October, I've had to take six weeks off of work for health issues. Mm. And um, so basically I went home, just had my regular doctor's appointment and was diagnosed with sinus tachycardia, uh, liver, uh, an unspecified liver disease. They haven't done any cultures or anything like that to find out what it is. Mm. Um, high cholesterol. And there was some moles that they, that the doctor didn't like and they had grown and that kind of stuff. So they sent me to a dermatologist where I was unfortunately diagnosed with skin cancer. Um, so that took a few weeks to get all that cleared up and get a new physical and get my medications in order and all that stuff. And um, so then I had to come back and I had to have the surgery to remove the, the moles. Uh, or I had the surgery to remove the moles at that point. And then... Um, the dermatologist didn't like what they saw in that, hence the diagnosis there. So I had to go back to get, um, to get an excision, have them check the margins and everything like that. Um, but you know, from the end of October to middle of December, I'm sitting there like terrified, not knowing what's going on, not knowing if anything's oh, spreading. Man. I can imagine, th bro. Thankfully from, oh, I know, but thankfully from the ones that, that they, um, that they pulled, um, they said that the margins were clear that it had spread. So as of right now, they're, they've said that I'm cancer free. So oh, congrats, um, bro. But it's still, Jeez. thank you. Yeah. It, it's still, um, it's still worrisome. Cause you know, they're basically just about everybody's got moles. So I've got like some small ones that I'm like, all right, do I need to keep an eye on this? You know, cause I don't, I don't want to have to deal with that again. Man, that's, that's, it's just, so. that's intense, man. No. And I can even tell you like what that feels like, because I'm just like such a paranoid person, bro. And so, yeah, you know, that's, I mean, we can even get into life when it's like, dude, your life just goes upside down. And at that point you're like, I don't care about anything. I just want to be healthy. Forget trucking, forget money, forget everything. I just want to be healthy. Right. And it's, it's crazy that's how, and we take that for granted. So you know, well, let's, let's talk, let's, let's jump back into this, uh, personal stuff in, in, in a little bit and talk about life, man, and just see how you're doing with that. But, you know, let's, Actually, uh, that's a personal, personal or perfect segue into, um, into the Schaefer, because one thing I can say about them is, mm. you know, I'm, I'm not saying that I can't make more money elsewhere or I can't be home more frequently elsewhere or whatever, but they treated me so well going through all of this that I don't know that I want to go anywhere else, you know, from safety all the way down to dispatch to my home terminal. Um, you know, I don't know that I'd want to go anywhere else because of how well I was, how, how well they treated me during all this. Man. So they're, they're definitely treating you with respect here and you know, it's, it sucks because, yeah. you know, sometimes shit has to hit the fan for people to just kind of see what people's real character is. And, you know, I've done yeah. a lot for certain people and you're, you're thinking to yourself, man, these people got your back. And then you look back and you're like, they don't, they don't. So you, yep. you quit, you quit Schaefer thinking that there was going to be something better. Uh, you tried to do it. Yeah. And then when you tried to do it, it didn't work out. And then you had a health scare and these people still took you back with open arms. huh? Oh, they, they didn't even, um, like, because I was technically a rehire back in June when I came back, um, 
you know, everything started over. So mm. um, I wasn't eligible for FMLA or short-term disability or anything like that yet, but they were still like, take as much time off as you need. Just let us know when you can come back, you know, just do what you need to do, take care of yourself and we'll still be here. And that's, that's what's up, man. That's see, and those are the things that are just amazing and great. So it's just, I, I like to hear that, you know, a personal story from there. So, you know, let's, Let's get into the, the, the money a little bit and, and, and see sure. what that's about. And so for people that don't know, we'll preface it. It's just, you know, the checks might not be as big as they're supposed to because my guy had a, a health scare and, you know, he's, he's doing what he can to keep himself healthy as well. So let me jump into yeah. this and give me a second here. Let me see this real quick. Sure. Um, let me go into my email and let's let's look at these numbers and see what they are. And give me a second, real quick. I'm gonna plug my phone in real quick so that it doesn't die while we're talking about something amazing. You know, give me one second. Well, while you're while you're doing that, uh, I'm gonna mention who was that here? Uh, Mother Trucker eighty nine. Um, I see you're also here at uh, at Schaefer. And the lack of trailers, really the only place I've seen lack of trailers is um, at terminals. Um, and I'll kind of get into that a little bit with him as well, because, you know, I'm here to talk about the good and the bad. Usually I don't have an issue with customers, but every once in a while, uh, you know, every once in a while you will have a trailer or, or whatever. Um, Um, 25,000 is what you need to have in savings. I agree. I agree. Um, I was a lot lower than that, but I had what I thought would have been enough money, but unfortunately it, it wasn't, it wasn't enough at all. You answering some questions, brother? I was I was working on it. No, I hear you, man. Let me see this. Let me see this. Real quick. Yeah, I uh, try to answer your question now that I see it. Um, I had like I don't know, maybe eight or ten thousand, uh, which I assumed was enough because I was going to be straight into making money, but because uh, I was leased onto a company and. Um, getting paid a percentage. So either way, I was getting paid. I didn't have to wait for a net 30 or net 45 or anything like that. Now, are you seeing what I'm looking at right now? I do. I'm looking at my uh, deductions. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so let's let's talk about this a little bit. So uh, Schaefer, sure. I mean, um, these are your pay stubs and when we look at this, there's more to this than people just think. I see a lot of health benefits, 401k, uh, advanced plans, things like that. Yep. And so maybe we could touch on some uh, of the benefits that they have here if you are here because there are people here where that's important to them. Maybe they, you know, they have a few kids and maybe some aren't as healthy as they should yep. be. And, you know, benefits at that point, uh, health benefits are more important than what they're taking, you know. So what's going on there at Schaefer? Well, um, here's where I get to be transparent for you. Um, the health insurance is not, is not great. You have one option. It's not like these companies that have multiple options and, uh, you have, well, you do have two options. You either take it or leave it. Um, basically the health insurance is, I think, for for a single person, it's like twelve fifty. I think for a family, it's twenty five hundred deductible. Mm. Um, and then after that, you have twenty percent co insurance to your out of pocket maximum, which is almost four thousand dollars or something. Um, so basically, you're stuck on the hook for up to four thousand um, dollars. 
Uh, now I'm, I'm looking to actually get onto my wife's because her plan is a lot better. Mm. Uh, now that she's working. Uh, so I'm actually probably going to be getting rid of my health insurance through Crete and Schaefer. Uh, just because it's, it's honestly not that great. Their vision insurance is actually VSP, which is just a savings plan. Um, their dental insurance isn't terrible. Uh, it does cover a lot. Um, but yeah, the health and vision are just kind of, I don't know if it's worth what I'm paying for it. So be better Crete. If you're watching this right now, uh, be better and give people some better health uh, <laughs> benefits. You know, um, there's no disrespect to it. We're just speaking the truth, right? And so, you know, you know, when we look at this, okay, so your amount uh, to your bank is $627 <laughs> on this check, correct? Yeah. And so correct. is that for the week? I mean, I'm no disrespect to you, but – yeah, that. Oh no, that, that's that's relatively low. But um, if you go up to the top, you'll see what the gross was. Um, now, the way that my wife and I kind of have it worked is okay. um, that you know I take advances to do stuff on the road, so that way she has um, basically I, I kind of live on advances. That way, when the mo- the money that goes into the bank. Mm-hmm. Can be for bills, can be for whatever that you know, gas for her to go to work. Uh, she has to take the toll road to work, so tolls and um, you know, basically everything else we have to pay for. So, um, so that's kind of the way that I've been doing it is is for the most part living on advances on the road, so that so that I make sure she's taken care of. No, I got you. She doesn't have to worry about me. Dip, she doesn't have to worry about me dipping into the bank, um, you know, and and that kind of stuff. I do the so, same thing, brother, to be honest I, with you. I leverage the company I work with. You know, I don't spend my own money to make money. I leverage the company. Now, my question for you is when you do that and you leverage your money like that and you take advances, are they charging you for that? Is it is it a high interest for that? Uh, I don't remember what the cost is. I I, 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 wish, I, wish I knew. Uh, but, it, you know, it's something negligible that I'm not – that I'm not missing. Okay. Okay. And um, so I see what you're but, saying. But like on there, you can see that the gross was $1,290 on less than 1900 miles. Okay. So, um, right now for, for, since it's going to be on there, um, because of my experience and my tenure with, with Schaefer, I'm sitting at 54 cents a mile base. I see that. <laughs> um, and that does, like if you only have a year experience, you'll be lower than that. If you have five or more years experience, you'll be higher than that. Um, it just depends on. So uh, what's the starting on your experience? And your so tenure. just say you're you're fresh out and uh, you're you're going to uh, Schaefer now. Um, tell me if I'm right or wrong on this. Um, you can't really go into Creek Carrier or Schaefer right out of the gate unless you go to one of their accredited schools that they approve of. Correct. That is correct. And they have a list on their website. Um, basically, the reason for that is they don't want you going to Roadmaster or Sage or Swift Academy or, you know, whoever else. And um, basically getting your education, working for a week and leaving. Mm. Um, so they, so if you go to one of those, they want six months, they want six months of experience. Mm. Um, but if you go to and they have a whole bunch of them. Like in Pennsylvania, they have uh, Douglas, I think it's called. Uh, there, there's, they, they do accept a whole lot. There's at least five or six in each state okay. that they'll accept from. But unfortunately, there is no reimbursement for that. Oh, there is no uh, reimbursement. For your, okay. No, no. But to answer your question, I and they just did a whole bunch of restructuring of the of the pay scale back in october i think october or november so the numbers might be different but i want to say it's something like 47 cents or 46 cents something like that is uh is the starting pay if you come straight from school um if you have three years experience like i did when i came 
it's 53 cents a mile. And I think it's 55 or 56 if you have five or more years experience. Now, and that that's the starting. So that's not bad for this. I mean, for starting, I mean, w- would you, now what company did you actually start with? What was your, what was the company you started with in the beginning? I'm re- I'm ready for the comment section to blow up, but I spent, um, the majority of my first two years was Swift. Ah, uh, come on, uh, people don't hate on Swift that much, man. <laughs> and they, they got they they got some money. They're training people, right? Um, so my question for you and for they, they treated me well. There we go. That's what I want to hear. Um, so here's my question yep. to that with the Swift question now. Um, sure. If you could redo it, would you have gone on Schaefer's website and went to one of their approved schools and went straight on to Creek Carrier? Or would you have gone with Swift first? What what would you have done if you could do a repeat? I still would have went to a company. Now, whether it was Swift or not, I I wish I had done more research. Um, Swift was just the first one to call me back to gotcha. tell me they put me through school. Um, but I would still go through a company-sponsored school uh, just because there's not too many people coming from a background of retail and customer service like I was that have four or $6,000 in the bank to, um, to, to go to school and not get reimbursed for it. You know, plus the food and making sure your bills are paid and everything through school. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, I hear you. So no, do your research people, you know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, looking at this, you know, and, and again, I, I always have to freaking put it out there. You know, let me, let me put my screen yep. big. Look, look, mother truckers. I, I am not a damn recruiter. Okay. No disrespect to anybody out there. I do this so that you guys can figure a way how to get the money. And I, I try to stay consistent on this show so that people that jump on the show feel comfortable that I'm not here to scam anybody. All right. And so do your due diligence. But if Crete is somewhere that you were thinking about going uh, already and you need some information, well, we're here and this is what we're doing. So with that said, yep. let's let's look into this real quick. Um, the other check was 1200 okay. and you took advances and it went down to about 600, correct? And so yeah. when, when we look at this now, uh, let's look at these numbers right here. Let me do the screen big for the money so that people could see it. Let me take off this stuff real quick. Give me a second. If you guys are ever at the 595 truck stop, I am here at my uh, studio. And, you know, you guys come by and say hi. But let's let's jump here real quick and look at this. So um, you had 1200 before, and then you took some advances, almost half. Now, this check's looking a little bit better. It looks around $1,600, correct? Now, is this more of an average check that someone would make if they have that three years experience and making about 54 cents a mile? Um, for, for right now, um, honestly, it really depends on what part of the country you're in. Like right now, this week's check mm-hmm. might be a little bit lower than that because I've been slowed down by snow a couple of times this week. Uh, but 2,600 miles is what that's showing. That, Correct. that pay stub. And um, I, I would say I, especially in the summertime, like when there's really no slowdowns needed, mm-hmm. I usually will average about 2,500 to 3,000. Really? Uh, and if, if, if I don't, that number above the detention right. will go way up. I think there was, there was one week I got like 26 hours of detention. Okay. Um, That's what's so, up. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so basically the way that I look at refrigerated um, is, especially if you go to places like AmeriCold or U.S. Cold Storage or sometimes Tyson, uh, that kind of stuff, a lot of times you get paid to sleep. Really? So, wh- so, so what is that, like a layover? <laughs> well, no, basically what it is is um, if I know that I'm going to be there for hours and hours right um you know i'll i'll go ahead and put myself in, in sleep or birth once i'm once i'm in the dock door and i'll go to bed mm. so that way if it's going to take them 10 hours when they're done unloading me i've got a fresh clock 
Hey, and I'm rested. Hey, that's so. what's up. No, that's that's a good strategy right there. And so, you know, and uh, for the people watching, uh, just to know full transparency, um, that these uh, are all opinions of our own. You know, I, I always hate that I have to do that. You know what I mean, Aaron? But it's like, these are just our own opinions, man. We're, we're out here just to help you of guys. Um, now, the $1,600 check for people that are just jumping on here now or on the replay, is this per week here? Or is this every two weeks? What 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 that, am I looking no, at? No, that's that's weekly. So that's weekly. Now that might fluctuate just a little bit because if you see, there's another line there with surge pay. Um, I know that for that check it was thirty eight dollars, but what they're doing right now, and this is kind of a indefinite, but definitely will be definite. Okay. Um, they just don't know when. Um, starting middle of November, I think, if you look through like the different pay stubs, you'll kind of see when it started um, as kind of like a bonus. And I don't remember exactly what the message said, something like good work through the year. Our customers are, are paying us a little bit more. So we're giving everybody a two cent per mile surge as long as it lasts. Okay. Okay. So they're, they're, they're trying to do a little bit something for y'all. And you know, this yeah. this is straight W-2 here. Is this correct? You're not a lease operator. You're a straight company driver, correct? No. Company driver, yes. So, I mean, when you're looking at it, um, you're making, just say, if this is close to a typical check, you're netting about a thousand bucks. So, uh, you know, you're, you're netting yeah. about four, depending on how you run, uh, four to five thousand in your pocket uh, a month. I'd, I'd say probably somewhere between 35 and four because some weeks will be bad and okay. I don't make as much on detention as I do running, but, Got you. um, but I'd say, I'd say somewhere between 35 and four take home a month. Uh, if, if you learn to manage your clock, it took me six months of driving reefer before I knew how to manage my clock to most efficiently run a reefer. Mm. I mean, I'm sure anybody who's watching who, who runs reefer knows that you could deliver at, 7 p.m. pick up at 9 a.m. and then deliver that load at 2 a.m. So mm. it's all about managing your clock to best get through um, and maximize your hours and thus maximizing your income. Because if you don't mm. have hours, you're not driving. Mm. Um, but it took me probably probably six months uh, to learn how to do that. Uh, but yeah, I I usually take home near a thousand dollars no that's after, and that includes that includes after my advances and stuff it'd probably be 12 or 1300 okay. you know, if i just let everything hit the bank no i hear you so yeah so you know you're being straight up honest it's like so what are your thoughts about that and I, i'm not here to pocket watch what you make you know i'm just uh, so appreciative yeah. aaron that you're uh letting people know exactly what's gonna be you know and so you know, what are your thoughts for people that are getting into trucking with three to five years experience? Do you think that they would feel let down that the truth is they'd be making about 3,500 to 400 or like 3,500 to 4,500 net uh, a month? And that's with experience. Do you, do you think that 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 really depends? Okay. Um, and that depends on each individual's person's needs and wants. The way that I look at it, my wife works as well. And Sorry, honey, if you're watching, I love you. Um, <laughs> but I make more than she does, and she has a master's degree and all but all but dissertation on her doctorate degree. Wow, and you know, um, wow, you know, and nothing wrong with you, wife. You know, we love you. That's but, right. But we love you, and you will always be the boss. But it's so true about, of course. You know, we go to work. And we're making more money than people that have straight up education. It's it's so crazy. You know what I mean? And I went to college as well and I got a degree as well. And you know what that set me up for a job making 1650 an hour at Walgreens. Okay. Yeah. And, and so tell me if you agree with this and you don't have to agree with me, Aaron, but I feel like, okay, when we start out our life, making a minimum, minimum wage is what you make as a kid, right? your first job, you know, whatever that was. Mine was like Baskin Robbins, right? But <laughs> working your yep. first job and breaking that minimum wage to like $12 an hour to like $15 an hour, it was hard. Yeah. And going from 15 to 20 
is ridiculously hard. And 15 to 20 is 35 to 40 grand, right? And so you yeah. think about it and you're like, going from 20 to 25, that's like a game changer for a lot of people. And a lot of people have disrespect for it. They go, man, $50,000 is nothing. But you think about it, going from $15 an hour to $25 to 20 to 25 it's not easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and the way that, the way that I look at it is, um, if, if I average myself at 60 miles an hour, um, right. Yeah. To allow for slowdowns or whatever, uh, at 54 cents a mile, you know, I'm making, you know, going 60 miles. So that 54 cents a mile is $32 and 40 cents an hour I'm making. Right. No, and so, no, I get it, man. So I think people need to get off their high horse. Like people don't understand, like in most of the world or the United States, if you could put in your pocket, $4,000 net in your pocket and you live in Denver, not Denver, Denver's probably expensive, but you live in like parts of Texas, parts of South Dakota, parts of Louisiana, you're living great. Well, I, I live in Western Pennsylvania. Um, I live far enough outside of Pittsburgh that it's rural, but, you know, close enough that it's only an hour's drive to the city. Um, and rent prices out there are $600 a month for a two-bedroom apartment, uh, you know, and all you have to pay is electric and cable. I'm telling you. I mean, $4,000 a month or even $3,000 a month is is pocket change or, you know, that, that $600 is pocket change, you know, I'm throwing right. the fact that my wife works too. And I mean, the way that I looked at it is, uh, I really can't complain because I, my, I think my most recent pay stub says year to date is like 28,000. Um, and that's from, I think my first paycheck was July, the, the first Thursday in July. Um, so, you know, the last week of June was my first. So, and then you think about the fact that I've had at least six weeks off in right. that time. Uh, you know, I'm looking at gross probably closer to 37000 mm. uh, for, you know, for six weeks. And that that's kind of being conservative. It might even be 40000 if I was working every one of those weeks. Um, so, and for half the year, I really can't complain about making 80,000 a year gross trucking or 70,000 even. Hey, it's, it's not bad, man. People really need to, you know, 80,000, uh, living somewhere in Texas, living somewhere in Florida, central Florida is cheap yeah. as shit, man. You could get a beach house, you know, in somewhere, dude, I moved, I'm a mover for people that don't know. But I moved some people and I'm like, wait a minute, how much is this beach house? Yeah. And they're like, I paid 65000 I go, 65000 Oh, your HOA must be crazy high. And this was like in Vero Beach, right? And they were like, uh, yeah. our HOA is like $90 a, a month. And I go, are you serious? In California, that'd be like a $2 million property. You know what I mean? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Well, my mom's house. Uh, where my mom lives, she sits on an acre. She's got a three-level, six-bedroom house. Um, you know, pretty pretty darn good size. And right. that house over there is like $90,000. Dude, I'm telling you, like, you actually can make gross in a year what your house costs. Uh, I'm from Cali. We're just retarded, man. I can say we're retarded because we'll take 99% of our paycheck to pay for a mortgage. You know what I mean? And it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And I'll tell you this, and you tell me if you agree with me or not. There is a Walmart, there's a movie theater, and there's sure as hell a Applebee's and a McDonald's in every damn town and city. Now, if you nope. if you're nope, asking, I'll actually disagree with that. <laughs> every every city, yes, but the only thing that every town has, and anybody who's driven a two lane road knows this: you can't go through a town of more than twenty people without finding a subway and a Family Dollar. Hey, family. Hey, if you see a Family Dollar, <laughs> you can afford to live there. No disrespect to anybody out That's there, right. but if you 
if you can straight up if you see a family dollar on every street and corner you as a truck driver can afford that yeah. okay <laughs> yeah oh i love it i love it and so you know that's that's really what it comes down to be like you you really just got to know in your heart that look what are you getting into this for right are, are you getting in this for the uh, a reason to get rich? Or are you getting in this for the reason to provide for your family? And I say it so much and, you know, people are probably sick of me saying this, but I got into trucking because I didn't really have a skill, like straight up. Like I had no skill. My butt went to college, thought I was going to be something great, worked retail. I washed cars. I worked at Burger King. I'm great with customer service. You know what great what customer service pays you? A retail job. Make him a minimum wage. That's what that pays you. And I got into trucking and it freaking changed my life, man. Like it it made me, yeah. it gave me purpose. I am so appreciative in all directions of trucking. I mean, I would not even have this platform. I wouldn't even thought of doing it, right? And so you look at it and you go, ego has a lot to play. Well, what are your thoughts about that, Aaron? Like a lot of us have this ego that keeps us from doing things that can really change our lives sometimes. Well, don't be afraid. Don't, don't be afraid to make a change. If what you're doing is not working and in my opinion, and I've said this from the very beginning, um, there's a lot of different egos in trucking, uh, even within trucking, but the way that I look at it is we're all on equal footing. There is nobody out here that's better than another. Uh, you know, cattle haulers are always, you know, we're, we're the greatest out here, but you guys do a great job getting say the chickens to Tyson. It's on my mind. Cause that's where I just picked up this afternoon. <laughs> uh, you guys do a great job getting the, the chickens to Tyson, but that does absolutely nothing. If, if we don't have the reefer to take it to Walmart, you know, Agreed. that, Agreed. that toilet paper, that, that toilet paper doesn't get to Walmart by itself. Um, you know, and that's, that's the dry side, the flatbed side, um, that Walmart wouldn't exist if a flatbedder didn't bring the materials that you wouldn't have your car. If a car hauler didn't bring it, we're all, we're all the same out here. We're all out here to do to do a job, and that is to basically be the secret Santa for everybody, the, the behind the scenes, even more so than the back room at Walmart, you know, the, the stalkers at Walmart. No, I love it. No, that's – and there's a lot of truth in that, you know. And so, you know, um, jump into, I guess, in less than five minutes, the requirements. Sure. And I'm going to jump in your – uh, channel so people can see who you are and have just kind of like a video playing okay. but um the wandering nomad people this this is his channel here um let me see but i just want you to let people know if they're straight up straight up on the couch thinking about getting their CDL, they might be an Uber driver, they might be a bus driver, they're something driver, and these checks are looking interesting to them. Uh, can you give us kind of a breakdown from me watching this video on the couch to getting on with Schaefer and, you know, what what things they need to do to jump on, right? And and talk about even the, the money and all that good stuff all in one so that I could just get in one so that I could put it on uh, upload, you know what I mean? Sure. Um, so basically what you'd want to do, uh, and this is of course, assuming you have experience, I don't know what the process is for brand new drivers. Uh, unfortunately that's not something that, that I have really any knowledge on. Um, but you know, say you just left your other job or, or lost a job or whatever. Um, you know, make sure you call Crete. They are big on safety, so they won't even hire you if um, if you have a recent um, speeding ticket of more than ten over, I think, um, or uh, an at fault accident or DOT preventable. I think I think is what is how they phrased it. Um, 
and those like those have to be cleared for more than more than a year. Um, but really, they're aside from just being real big on safety, call them. And if if you get the right recruiters, which thankfully I did, um, come prepared. Come with a list of questions. And you know what what I did was I sat down with my wife and I created. Uh, I want to say there was like twenty or so different questions, and and I actually have have a video on my channel called "Everything You Want to Know About Crete and Schaefer," where I'm literally using the back of a paper plate uh, that I just I wrote down every question I could possibly think of, and I didn't leave anything out. Like, mm. do they have ice machines at the terminals? Like, I even <laughs> went I even went that you know. That things think of things that you don't expect and use your personal experience. Um, like I had an issue with with the company when my mother in law was was in her last days. They wouldn't find a way to get me home, so that became a question. You know, not that I want it or expect it to happen, but if you know, if something were to happen, you know, say. I don't know. My my wife's in a wreck and is on is on life support or something, and I have to go home now. You know, and they basically told me, "Okay, drop the truck. We'll get you a plane ticket or a bus ticket or whatever you need to do to get home. You know, we'll make sure that you get home." Because I mean, family's most important, and and they understand that. Uh, but yeah, don't be afraid to ask questions. There is no question too dumb. And if you get a good recruiter, um, if they don't know the answer, they'll ask. They will ask and get back to you. And I mean, don't be afraid to say no. If if the if the company is not the right company for you, then then don't just jump on because they're the ones that called you back. Um, because if that's the case. You know, then you're not going to give your all for a company that you really don't want to be at, and then you become the wrong fit for the company. So, you know, make make sure you know what you're getting into as far as as far as reefer, which is something I wanted to try and something I found that I fell in love with. There are no hours in reefer. If you want to work sun up to sundown, don't come reefer. Because we will have pickups and deliveries at one o'clock in the morning or um, ten o'clock at night or whatever. Just make sure that make sure you know what you're getting into, and that's that's really I can't express that enough. Oh, no, that's great. And then talk to people a little bit, just uh, what they will probably expect working for Schaefer money wise. From your experience, I would say, I, w- I would say starting out, um, if if you're running Schaefer, which is the refrigerated side, it's going to be a difficult first few months, depending on how quickly how quickly you learn. But I'd say your first year, um, it's it's on you if you can't make more than sixty thousand gross your first year which is, you know, just over a thousand dollars gross a week. That that's more of a there's something going on with the driver because they will run you. If you give them your your PTA, which is your projected time available, they expect you to be ready to run a load. So when I when I picked up this load, you know, I said due to the roads, this will be there probably four o'clock Thursday morning. Uh, uh probably tomorrow I'll have a pre-plan for something to pick up probably between four and six on Thursday morning. So they, they expect you to be able to run. Uh, and it's, it's not uncommon to get more than 3000 miles in a week. Uh, I, I wish I could have found the pay stub for you, but in one week, the, the best week I've had here, I ran 3,800 miles and that was without a carryover. Mm. Uh, carryover basically being something that started the week prior but that was that was just real lucky i got dry you know dry clear weather it was summertime um 
the entire way, dropping hook on both sides all the time with wide open windows so I could just get there as quick as I could, get another trailer, go to my next load. So that, I mean, it's not always going to work out like that. Just because that was my best one, that's the only time I've gone over 3,300 in in the entire time I've been working here. So between the two times I was here, it's been about a year now. Um, But yeah, you can get 3,000 miles. um, if If you learn to work with your dispatcher, your dispatcher learns how you run. You'll probably never hear from your dispatcher except, uh, Hey, what's your, what's your PTA? I want to find you a load. Mm. And, and mine, now my dispatcher, um, I don't have his permission to shout him out, but, um, uh, if, if you get the dispatcher I have, he will call you on Friday and he will try to set you up for the entire weekend. So you don't even have to deal with weekend dispatch. So he wants to make sure that his drivers are well taken care of. Uh, so, uh, I have no, no problems with him at all, but I have one of the other things to watch out for. I have heard people say that there are bad dispatchers here. Okay. Well, thank you for that. That, that there, I, I don't know their names. I don't know who they are, but I have heard that there are bad dispatchers. So what's the sign of a bad dispatcher that, you know, there? Cause you know how. Uh, Schaefer runs what would be a, a red flag that you know would be a bad dispatcher in general because you, you understand the culture there if you can't get a hold of them if you can't get a hold of them now my my dispatcher mm-hmm. he he will he will put somebody on hold for for you know three seconds and say you know Schaefer this is blank hold please and then he'll come back so that way you know he knows he's answering the calls and taking care of his drivers um, but yeah, if you, if you can't get a hold of your dispatcher, um, and, or, or they say something like, oh, we want you to use the people net only, mm. you know, there, it's, it's very rare that, that I get that. Usually when I do, it's because there's some kind of system error going on or the phones are down or something. So, um, and you know, another, another sign of a bad dispatcher would be, you know, you having to constantly go, Hey, I'm sitting here waiting for a load. Um, like I said, between the two times I've been here, it's totaled about a year. And I think I have had to sit and wait for a load twice in that, in that entire time. Usually I'm set up with a pre-plan and both of those times that I had to wait for a load, I had to deadhead more than 200 miles, Mm. which tells me that they were really trying to find something in the area and couldn't. So they weren't, all right, let's get them moving give them, you know, deadhead them from Atlanta to Nashville. No, I get it. No, that's, that's dope, man. That's dope. Yeah. So no, I appreciate you for that. So for everybody that is um, uh, w- uh, watching and listening to this, I'll also have this on my podcast link as well, because there's a lot of drivers that shouldn't be watching YouTube while driving, even though I know they're doing it. So I don't want to be the cause of that. So <laughs> I'll have this on a download so you, people can watch this on Spotify and all that good stuff. But with that said, uh, I do have your channel up here so people can know. Now, uh, is there an email or is there a good way if, if anybody uh, that wants to get more information about Schaefer? Again, uh, Aaron does work there. He's not a recruiter. He's just a truck driver to try and help you guys out so that you guys could figure out what you need to do. But if Schaefer does sound interesting to you, um, you can see my man Aaron is very transparent. He's a friend of mine. And so I vouch for him that he will not uh, steer you in the wrong direction, at least not on purpose. And so with that said, do you want people to message you, email you? What would be best if they are really interested and want to talk about things personally? Actually, um, I, I rarely ever check my email, but okay. um, I'm, a, I'm actually okay giving my phone number out if people want to call because usually that's the best way to – to reach me if you have questions because if you send it in an email it might be two or three days before i even think about looking at it uh or at the very worst when i stop for the day and who knows if i'm even going to look at it then um okay if you guys have any questions um my number is 720-728-9404 let me put this Ah. in the thing seven (laughs) okay go again Aaron. oh gotcha yep yep go ahead seven two zero uh-huh 
7289404 correct okay yep does that look uh, does this look right right here does that um, number look wait, right wait for it to pop yeah, right here pop it up see if that looks right looks like there's about an 8 or 10 second delay there's been yeah i know but that's all right we're just chopping up hanging out I'll figure out the technical difficulties. I don't know what I'm doing yet. I'm just having fun. Oh, yep. There it is right up top there. Yeah. Yep. Is, there is that is. correct? Okay, great. That is right. All yep. right, great. So I'm going to keep this number up. And so if you guys, some people, you know, they're a little bit more private. They do not want to just, uh, you know, ask their personal question uh, out there in public. And I understand how people are sometimes. But with that said, um, let's open up the floor. Uh, for about five minutes, if you're okay with that, Aaron, maybe some Q&A, if anyone has any questions at all. Sure. And then we'll end this live show slash podcast slash I don't know what I'm doing these days, Aaron. I'm just I'm just trying. We're, we're hey. just doing our thing, you know. So while we're waiting for questions to come in, a uh, big shout out first off to, to Asian Mai. Uh, uh-huh, come on, bro. I, I think I – think I think the first time we talked, you were at like 20,000 subscribers. So um, let's push it. I mean, you're less than 500 away from 60,000. Come on, people. What are you doing? <laughs> Hit that button. No, <laughs> 60,000. I mean, I mean, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And I'm looking, I'm looking forward to you growing more. Um, oh, matter of fact, so much, brother. I, I know I was one of the first ones on the, the exposed and I know, um, I was among the first. I don't know who was first, but when you <laughs> when you first started doing those hats, I was one of the first ones to buy one. Hey, I know I remember that man, and you know I thank you so much for the support. Um, you know I feel like uh, some people saw something, uh, you know, in me before I did myself. So I I really thank you for your friendship, brother. You know what I mean. And so, you know, I, I appreciate you for that shout out. But no, shout out to no, you as well, uh, man, because, uh, you know, it's one of those things where the show would not be possible if people don't want to help people win. And you're about helping yeah. people win, brother. So I, I thank you for that. And I'm just so happy that you, you, you're you jumping over that health scare and you're living life and you're doing your thing, man. Yeah. So that's what's up, man. Well, it's definitely changed everything. I mean, I smoked my last cigarette on September 30th. Um, I do vape, but, um, not nearly as often as I was smoking. Mm. So, uh, what are the benefits so I mean, or I'm, not the I'm, negatives of vaping? Is that just as bad? Cause I don't know anything about that. I mean, it can, it can still have nicotine. They do make zero nicotine as well. So I kind of alternate back and forth to kind of wean myself off the nicotine. Mm. Um, but it's, it's just water vapor, you know, water vapor and nicotine, if that's the thing. Um, so. They, they finally worked out all the kinks and got all the other harmful crap out of the vapes. Um, but, you know, in a cigarette, there's tar and formaldehyde, mm. blah, 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 you know, a whole bunch of other chemicals. So um, it basically just removes the chemicals. No, I hear you. No, I hear you. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking here. Yeah. If anybody at all has any questions, but and you know what? Hey, hats off to you. If they don't have questions, that just means that uh, you did a great job, Aaron, of being informative and letting people know what they can make and how the culture is. And I appreciate you just being honest and highlighting some negative things as well. Like, let's be honest, people. Just like Aaron said, the benefits could be better. The dispatchers, not all are great, right? And, and, you know, and what's what's something else? And and the thing is, I do have, have, you know, uh, I do have a hard time doing, you know, a, a series like this because just because I'm making decent enough money, like I said, the money could be higher pro- somewhere else. I'm not going to deny that. Right. Um, I I don't know because I haven't I haven't looked, but um, but it's good for me and my lifestyle, uh, and it's. Uh, and the fact that you're not going to make this starting off, you're it's you're well, you worked at Swift, you know what's up, especially if you, yeah. I mean, if if you've uh, I mean, if you've never run reefer before, right. then you're not going to make this starting off because you have to get your body used to 
well, tomorrow I'm running overnights, tonight I'm running days, or today I'm running days, you know, the next day I'm going to, you know, be starting at 11 o'clock in the morning. Um, so it, it's, it's not easy. And if it's not something you're used to, it's going to take a while to be able to manage your clock to be able to, to maximize everything. No, I agree. I agree. That's, that's one of those things. So no, I, I think we're good, brother. I, you know, we're, you know, some people in the comments are saying, don't vape. You had a health scare, Aaron. I know. I see that. Don't vape, brother. Um, you know, uh, you know, well, and, <laughs> you know and, here's a question. The thing is I'm, I'm getting rid of everything. No, I um, hear you, man. I hear you. I was just teasing you, man. You uh, know, they, they, they love I'm you and they want you to survive, brother. That's all it is. You know that already, you know. Um, let's see. Uh, is reefer more money than dry van? What are your thoughts? In, in Crete, it is. Um, now, I don't want to say gross. Okay. Um, because dry van may have more dropping hooks. I don't, I don't know too much about the Crete side. Um, but the Schaefer side, mm. uh, they pay three cents more per mile. Mm. But you have a higher chance of, of sitting longer. So, you know, where with a dry van, you might only sit an hour or two to get unloaded. With a reefer, there's a lot more places where you might sit six or eight or 10 hours mm. getting unloaded. So it, it probably evens itself out at this company as right. far as the fact that I get three cents more per mile, but I might get fewer miles because of how much I'm sitting. I hear you. As far as in docks and stuff. I get um, that makes a lot of sense. But like I said, I still, uh, like 2,500 miles is usually a pretty bad week for me. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, now there was a couple there that was like 18 to 21 or something like that. And the way that I usually, and, and actually here's another, another tip, uh, doing your home time. I don't take my home time like just on weekends. Our, our weeks run from Saturday to Friday. So Friday night is the end of our pay period. So usually I'll go home like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I have five days in each pay week, which could still get me a decent amount of miles. Mm, no, so that, not, that makes a lot of sense. I'm not taking my entire home time on one paycheck. No, that makes you know, a lot having of sense. A, having a week of terrible. So well, that's what's up, brother. No, I, I appreciate you so much. You know, at the end of the day, uh, is there anything that you'd like to leave people with? Uh, I appreciate you for being on the show. If you guys get a chance, check out the Wandering Nomad. You know, he's on YouTube. You can check him out. Here's his phone number, 720-728-9404. And he could hook you up, people. You know, that's that's what we're here to do. Here's his channel right here so that you guys can see it. And subscribe to the man. Uh, he's giving out information. He's being transparent. So uh, I'll give you the floor at the end of the day. And you let me know anything you want people to know. And we'll end the show like that. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that I can really end with is be positive. Um, there's there's too much bad going on in the world for us to be dwelling on it. Mm. So when you look past the junk in life, everything's beautiful. Mm. So keep yourselves positive. Keep yourselves keep yourselves upright, um, and that'll be the best way to make sure that you also get home safely to your to your friends and family. Because if you're distracted by by negativity or, you know, bad stuff going on, you're taking your mind off of the safety of the vehicle and, and also off of the safety of your, your life in general. I, I don't want to live the rest of my life being negative, you know, and so just be positive, find, find beauty in, in negative spaces and, and find a way to, find your happiness mm. whether it's in the trucking world or elsewhere make sure make sure you guys are always chasing your happiness no oh, i love it i love it you know well no well overall brother well thank you so much i i really appreciate you for being on the show man and you know i'm glad that we just got to randomly catch up and uh do this random show absolutely i, I think uh, there's a lot of value in what you're going through. And I, I definitely wish you and your wife the very best brother. Awesome. I, I, I very much appreciate it.
Awesome, brother. Awesome. Well, no. Well, have a great day, brother. Talk to you later. You do the same. Yes, sir. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, mother truckers. So, you know, Aaron, what a great guy. You know, he's he's helping people out. He's letting people know he's got a health get, scare. There's all these things, and so it, that's what it really is. It's it's really just about helping each other, our brothers and sisters out here. And so if you guys ever want to jump on the show, anything like that, uh, you guys are in uh, the Miami area, the Davie, Florida area. Uh, this is my phone number, 786-353-5674. I'm in the Mecca Chrome shop. Come check us out. We're here at the studio. We're doing our thing. And I, I appreciate you guys so much. If there's no chance that I get to see you or talk to you soon, happy holidays, happy new year. I will be back tomorrow on another show, uh, and uh, we're going to be doing our best, our very best, just to give you guys as much transparency and value as we can, and and that's what the Asia Mind Show is about. I'm just using this as a platform. If anyone has any great information about the job that they're working at, and they can give us access to some information that we can't get anywhere else. I would definitely love you on the show. You know, text me 786-353-5674. And we'll see you guys on the next one, man. Happy New Year for people that I don't get to see tomorrow or the next day. I love you so much. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. And we'll see you guys tomorrow if you get a chance to jump back on. But if not, I value your time and I thank you for it. So let's keep it going, mother truckers. I appreciate you guys. Peace. What's up, other truckers?